Welcome to episode 7 of How to CE5, where over the course of 21 episodes, we are covering 21 basic things for you to do so that you can be a great CE5 ambassador and make contact with ET. I'm Andre Cardoso, and today we'll be talking about choosing a great location for your fieldwork expeditions. So a big part of CE5 is going out and doing fieldwork. Normally in a group, we go out and often do it in an actual field. A fantastic location can be indispensable when doing CE5 fieldwork. Do not underestimate the effect it can have. And if you're going out with a group, it's well worth your while to do some detailed advanced planning and picking a really great spot. For safety, if you are going to be using a fieldwork site at nighttime in low light conditions, then I recommend visiting the site beforehand to assess the landmarks of the area for safety and access. Oftentimes, rural or agricultural land can make great locations for CE5 field work, but it's good to check the ground you will be walking on for things like barbed wire or splintered wood or livestock droppings. Just that extra level of preparation can create a sense of peace of mind and make a big difference on the experience overall. In some instances, you want to be prepared to perhaps travel a certain distance to a location. And if you want to do expanded expeditions, which last over the course of a few days, you'll want to figure out how that could work in terms of accommodation and travel, especially if you have more than a few people. Okay, let's get down to it. What are the criteria for a great location for CE5? First thing, we generally want it flat. We want it generally flat so that you can set up chairs and form a circle. Another thing is that we want it open, unobstructed views of the sky, whether from trees, buildings, power lines, clouds, or light pollution. So a field out somewhat away from trees or other buildings and far enough from city lights that you can actually see some of the stars would be optimum. Another thing is that we want a quiet private place that will not result in rude disruption from outside parties. And by outside parties I mean the human kind. So we don't want people coming in, we don't want to be in a place where it's where there's lots of foot traffic or lots of cars going by or some place where you might have people camping right next to you. Sometimes that can, um, you know, it's hard to predict, but people might be noisy. They might kind of stumble in and want to see what you're doing and have a chat. If you're going out to a beach, beaches are often really great places for doing CE5, but if it's a place that's busy where there are lots of bonfires going on and there are people who are, you know, potentially rowdy or drinking and might come in and um, really just, you know, there's a possibility of, of great disruption from people. So that's something that you want to avoid. So the larger the flat open space, the better, because then you will have more room to engage in contact and possibly have a craft land. Now, it's been advised not to use public land or federal land in the U.S. It's always best to use private property with permission. So if you have somebody in the group who has property that is suitable for CE5 fieldwork, that's great. If not, then you might want to 
find a place that um, might be able to have you. If you are going to go out somewhere that's a little bit more public, like say a, a beach or uh, a state park or something like that, make sure to check with the local authorities to see if you need a permit to have a group together out there, especially if you have more than just a couple of people. And you might want to call yourself just an astronomy group so as not to draw too much attention to yourselves. Okay, so I hope those were some helpful tips for choosing a great location. And I just want to touch on one more thing about locations. As CE5 ambassadors, we really care about the Earth and about having right relationship with the Earth and other humans. So it's important to keep the space tidy and cared for. And you'll want to anyway if you're going to be coming back to visit the place again for field work. So look after the space and obey the campfire rule of leaving it as good as or better than you found it. Don't leave garbage around and try not to disrupt any local habitat of any plants or animals. Another thing besides just keeping it tidy and cared for is that the location in which you will be engaging in CE5 can be quite charged on an energetic level and it can be helpful to establish the space in ceremony as one which is reserved and valued for this sacred and powerful activity. So doing some kind of ceremony like smudging or having some incense and saying a prayer over the location or having some kind of puja or something like that can be really great for grounding the space for the group and for the intention of how you'll be using it. Great, so that's everything I've got for today's episode on how to pick a location and kind of what you're looking for in a fieldwork site. If you want to see some of these tips written down and more tips for you about how to do CE5, go to ce5podcast.com. I've got a free PDF resource for you there with all the details that I'm including in this series. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.